Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Matthew Caldwell earlier asked, just tuning in, <clears throat> not sure if you talked about it. I love the new segment pieces of TDC on the podcast. One comment, are you able to control when the Blue Wire ads pop up? They always cut you off mid-sentence or topic. Yeah, Matthew, I mean, it's just kind of tough because we've got to get those ads in there. And, and so it's tough to pick like the perfect, the perfect stopping point, if you will. But uh, I will try to do better about that and make it where it's more of a seamless transition. Uh, Gamecock Fanatic. Fun fact, Tennessee is 2-11 and 11 on the road this year. Need to win at least two. Indeed. Yeah, got to win at least two. Definitely want to go for the sweep. Brian Dean, we also need to get Wimmer going. I agree. Panic says, don't pitch Dylan SQ. Brian Dean's got 9-3 to three Gamecocks tonight. Love to see that. Ethan, here's a good question. Does Braswell stay in the lineup when McGillis comes back? I mean, I think you think about it, Ethan, realistically. I think Michael Braswell, yet again, is going to be the odd man out. With that being said, though, I think you're going to see him continue to be a big part of this ball club. I don't think just all of a sudden he's going to disappear to the bench and uh, not play anymore. So I would fully expect Michael Braswell to still play. 
But I do think he'll be forced out of the starting lineup because of the return of Will McGillis. Uh, question for Will Hall. Can't wait to see a full infield staff back in the game. Really curious what we'll do with Braswell if we're playing LeCroy, Wimmer, McGillis, and Cassis in. Let's jump to the phone lines for our first call of the day. Justin. <clears throat> Justin, what's going on? How are you? Doing good. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing fantastic, man. Appreciate you asking. What's up? Hey, Chris, I got, uh, I got some good news and bad news. You want to hear the, the bad news? Yeah, let me, give me the bad news first. Hey, 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 bad news is, Chris, the AC is dry out, man. The ACC is what now? Is that bad news? I mean, I, I don't really care if the ACC completely disbands as a whole. I mean, I, I think we're going towards, I've just fully embraced, we're going towards like the two or three mega conferences. And I think the ACC is going to be one that is, uh, yeah, is going to feel the effects. So, I mean, you know, I guess it's bad news for fans of the ACC, but how many of those fans really exist? Yeah, that's it. And Chris, good news is the Big Ten will stick around for a longer. The Big Ten's going to stick around. Okay, yeah. It's. I mean, it's, it's probably going to. Yeah, the. I mean, it's probably going to be the SEC, the Big Ten, and maybe one other conference. I mean, that's probably yeah, what you're going to see. The Big Twelve. The Big Twelve. Yes, yes. The Big yeah. Twelve. Yeah. You. I think you'll see the Pac-12 and the ACC will dissolve at some point. At some point. Yeah. Hey Chris, the thing about the thing about this is, hey Chris, who, who you want to take in the SEC? That I got two more teams to the mix. Well, you know, I, I think this is an interesting conversation, and one I'm glad you asked. I'm glad we're having because I I would be open to seeing Clemson join the SEC. I, I I'd be open to it. You know, I I know I think the big reason Gamecock fans scoff at it is because like it's like that one thing we have above them, or it's just something we have on them that they don't have. But, I mean, I look at it this way, man. You play them every year anyways. You, you, you play them every year anyways. It might as well mean even more, right? So, I mean, I, I think it's oh, inevitable. Yeah. I think Clemson's going to join the SEC. I think Virginia Tech could be a good fit. I think NC State could be a good fit. I think Florida State could be a good fit. So, it'll be interesting to see which of those, um, you know, which of those do indeed join. Oh yeah, and Chris, and think about it. Chris, well, I mean, you, you, that could get a lot of tissue, you know that because you can make the money a lot. The if you play four and four, that always will be a good rivalry, right, Chris. That's always going to be a good rivalry, yes. Yeah, and Chris, think about Miami too. You can play Miami too because people will go see four and Miami, right, Chris? Right. Yeah, no, they definitely will. Absolutely, another great rivalry. Yeah, because and Chris, if you go to and Chris, what we'll game you want to go see if you go to one one day? What rivalry game would I like to see that's, like, on my bucket list? Um, I think seeing yep. Florida, Georgia, and Jacksonville would be really cool. You know, obviously the Iron Bowl, the game, uh, Ohio State, Michigan. You know, there's the Egg Bowl would be a lot of fun. That one's as hostile, if not even more hostile, than Carolina Clemson. So, there's a lot of them out there. I mean, there's a lot of great ones out there, man. I, I would uh, love to take in, if you will. Yeah, and Chris, that's my bucket list too, my brother. I like to see George Ford play too, you know, because I ain't never been to see Georgia and Florida State, I mean, Florida play, you know, in person, you know. Yeah, one of the few, uh, one of the few neutral site, yearly neutral site games that is left, so. Yeah, and Chris, and also I want to see Texas Oklahoma too, you know. Oh, yeah, that's a good one also at the, uh, at the state, the Texas State Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know we all know we get to all of them, but we like to get to one before we, before before we say, "Okay, we got there." It was fun, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yep. Hey, Chris, that's all I say, man. Justin, I appreciate the call, my friend. Always a pleasure. Right, go Gamecocks. Yes, sir. Go Gamecocks. Thank you so much. Great stuff from our friend Justin. Always a pleasure to hear from him. And yeah, guys, that is the big news today, I guess, in college football, the ACC. Which I will say this, and, I, and I'll give him credit when he jumps on, but I'll give Mark Ryan a lot of credit because he got destroyed for this a couple of years ago um, when he reported that, you know, these changes were coming or whatever. And I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, I think there's just so much ego in 
there's so much ego in, in reporting and per sources, and I had it first, you didn't have it first, whatever. I, and I don't dive into that. So, anyways, you know, I, Mark talked about this a couple of years ago, and now it's happening. The ACC is, uh, you know, at at their ends, at their ends. I mean, that's what it looks like, at least. So, it looks like the ACC is at their ends. And I think you can see a scenario where a couple of those for sure join the SEC. I know there's a lot of Gamecocks out there, again, that, 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 do, that do not want to see that happen, to see the Tigers join the SEC. I, I don't mind it. Whatever, man. Bring, bring it on is what I say. Bring it on. I, you got to play them every year anyways. What difference does it make? You got to play them every year anyways. So... Let's see. <laughs> Ruin Nation and John Edward going back. We love that. John Edward creates rivals with everyone, it seems. I love you, John Edward, but you're always, always, always getting into it in the comments, John Edward. Always getting into it. Again, guys, 3377 Fire away. Hey, this is your hour. Questions, comments, calls. Fire away. This is your hour. Um, whatever you guys want to discuss. Travi says, is this for certain? Nothing on ESPN about it. Well, Travi, it's all over Twitter. It's all over Twitter. So, I don't, I don't know if the you know, if ESPN is going to throw it up on their headlines. But, uh, I mean, literally our good friend Brad Crawford. They're talking about it. 24-7 sports. Everybody's talking. You know, Brett McMurphy, everybody's talking about it. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Octavian. Octavian, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good, good, man. Let's got one question, man. How the game cost is going to do this year? And if the guy that's fired Billy Napier, who are we going to get? You said how the game cost is going to do this year, and then Billy Napier and the Gators what now? I said, who do we who do we get if we fire Billy Napier? Gotcha, gotcha. So I, you know, I, I, yeah, it's crazy to think, man, that Billy Napier may <laughs> may not do enough to keep his job. I, I, I'll say this: I'd be surprised. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd be somewhat surprised if Billy Napier gets fired after two years. I, I, I think he's a good coach. Um, I know Gamecock fans love to give Napier hell and give Florida hell. I, I think Billy Napier, if he if he gets time, can win at Florida. Um, and if he doesn't, if it doesn't work out at Florida, like I think Billy Napier will work out somewhere else. I don't know who Florida would go get. I would imagine they'd try to go after a more well-known, established head coach versus rolling the dice on a young, unproven guy like Napier basically is. Um, you know, he was a hot commodity in the coaching circles, but not a proven national title winning coach. How were the Gamecocks going to do this year, man? You know, I'm, I'm not ready to lock in my game-by-game -game predictions or anything. That'll come early July, that's when I typically do that. But I think, you know, I, I see South Carolina, I see the Gamecocks in the, I, I'll keep it, I'll keep it very wide open, six to nine win range, somewhere in there. Um, I think six being the floor, nine probably being the ceiling for this team. Um, but again, I'm, I'm not ready to lock in predictions, if you will. So, I, I, um, I yeah. can see y'all beating, beating Georgia this year. That's my, that's my upset game of the year. Y'all beating Georgia. What is the third weekend or the fourth weekend? Of the that is the third I, weekend. I yep. Week three. The third weekend, I see y'all going to Athens, beating Georgia. I don't see y'all beating Tennessee, but I can see y'all beating this. But if Billy has a bad year, man, I really want Lane Kiffin, man. I really, we, I think we need a head coach like Kiffin, an offensive-minded coach. Like the last couple coaches that we had, just been like they've been, they, they'll start off good, and then I just don't know what happened, or what's going on at the end. Lane Kiffin to Gainesville, that would that would turn some heads, my friend. That would turn some heads, and I love Lane Kiffin. I think it'd be a great yeah. hire if they could do it. Um, much easier said than done, but I mean, it, you know, it'd be a great hire for sure. It'd be a great hire, but, uh, yeah. So you got, you got South Carolina over Georgia week three, man. That would be the shocker of the season. 
Uh, and I will tell you, I think that game in Neyland against Tennessee, I think that's a huge one. I think, I think that's a game you could argue is uh, South Carolina's key game of the year. You could argue it's one of the most important games of the season. I think the key game for South Carolina is the Florida game. If they beat the Gators, they like the momentum is going to go all the way. It's going to go. It's going to go. If they lose that game, it depends on you know how the how the team performs. Well, I, I definitely look at the Florida game, and again, I, I'll drop you know in July when I get my predictions, I'll, I'll talk my most important game of the season. So I don't necessarily want to spoil it, but I mean, I, I think that Florida game, to your point. It is the must-win game for South Carolina, especially after last year, the embarrassing 38-6 to loss. I don't see you having a good season if you don't beat Florida, if you cannot take advantage of a down Florida under Billy Napier on your home field coming off of a bye week. You know what I mean? So definitely a must-win for South Carolina if they want to have a successful season this year. All right, all right, my man. That's good talking to you, man. Go Gators, man. I hope the Gamecocks do good this year, man. <laughs> As always, man. I, I root for y'all against Georgia. I root for y'all against – I root for y'all except for when we play y'all. So, I hope y'all do good, man. Hey, I appreciate the love, Octavian, and call it any time, my friend. It's always great to talk ball. Okay. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Take care. Appreciate you, Octavian. Good stuff. And, guys, let me say this. I, I saw Lynn Turner comment about the, the, the phone lines, if you will, Sound on the calls is highly muffled. Yeah, guys, make sure you're talking into your speaker because, Lynn, it's not me. It is the people calling in. Uh, <laughs> for the, that's that's not on our end. That's all I'm saying. So let's jump back to the phone lines, guys. Here we go. From Dalton. Dalton, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Can you hear me, man? I can hear you loud and clear. What's up? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Um I just wanted to call in and talk about sort of the rest of the baseball season. I know losing two out of three to Arkansas this weekend sucked. Uh, we did get some really good pitching performances out of Eli Jones and Matthew Becker. And I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm relatively confident in the rotation moving forward. But my question to you is sort of what do you think this baseball team has to do to get back into the conversation to, to host the super become a top eight national seed. And, uh, you know, what, what do you see as sort of a successful season going into the postseason this year? Well, I'm pulling up, like, right. What do we have to do in order? Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm pulling up right now the schedule for this weekend and the, Top 25. Because I think South Carolina, I mean, first thing, what's what's in your control and what's not in your control? The Gamecocks need to go at minimum three and one, right? At minimum. Okay. That's a start. Four and oh would be preferred at minimum three and one. And you look at the top 25, who's ahead of you right now. You know, Clem Sucks takes on North Carolina this weekend. You prefer the Tar Heels to take two out of three because they're at seven. Coastal Carolina, I don't know who they play. You prefer them lose two out of three. You got LSU, Florida, Arkansas all in the top eight. Florida goes on the road, I believe. Yep, to Kentucky. If Kentucky could take two or th two of three or sweep, that'd be big. Uh, Arkansas takes on. Let's see where are they at? Vanderbilt. They're 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 at Vanderbilt. That's a big one. So if Vandy could take two of three, because Vandy's also fighting for that top eight national seed. Um, you know, LSU is at Georgia. Tigers are probably going to take two out of three, but you never know. That Georgia team seems to be bipolar, it seems. So, what you can control, Dalton, I'll say this. Go at minimum three and one this week. You got to win a couple in Hoover, I think. I think you got to win a couple in Hoover. I, I think you're just going to need to boost your resume because now, because you were dropped so far, and, you know, your RPI is going to help you, but, I mean, you're at 13, right, based off the top 25. So, I think it's possible I think it's doable. I, I don't – I'll tell you this. If you go three and one, let's say you win two games in Hoover, which would be really good for South Carolina baseball based off your history there. If you can do that and you're still not a top eight national seed, I mean, it is what it is. I don't think anybody came in the season saying, if you're not a top eight national seed, the season's a failure. But to your point, I said it before the season, super regionals are bust. And you could still host a super, Dalton, without being a top eight national seed. You just got to hope the team – 
on the other side that you're playing that the, 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 the number one seed or whatever doesn't come out of that or the higher ranked seed doesn't come out of that. Either way, though, you get the Supers. I still think – I want to say I still think you had a successful season. I know that's tough to stomach because at one point this team was ranked third in the country. And this team has real Omaha potential. But I, I, I'm still at this moment going to say you get to the Supers – I don't think you can label this season a failure. I think that's way too aggressive, um, especially, too. This team still fought adversity, battled injuries. Um, if you get to the Supers, the season, in my opinion, is still a success. I know we all want Omaha, but I'd still label it a success uh, under those achievements, if you will. So uh, my next question is, you know, obviously hitters go through slumps. It's, it's part of the game of baseball. But – if we go into the regionals, because, I mean, our lineup is relatively healthy, right? I mean, we have a couple players, regular players at the beginning of the season that aren't in the lineup, but we have Cole Messina behind the plate, Ethan Petri, um, you know, Gavin Cassis. All of those guys are healthy. The the top of our lineup is, is you know, playing and healthy. Michael Braswell, who has uh, come come – through big in the middle of the order a lot this season. What what do you think that we have to do to start consistently producing more runs like we were at the beginning of the season? Because, you know, while uh, having a, a, a one or, you know, giving up less than four runs in college baseball is a really good outing for a starting pitcher, sometimes you've got to score more in order to win. So, I'm wondering what we need to do to sort of get back our, our you know, lineup, if you will, like mm-hmm. like stop slumping at the plate. Well, I think you need to get Ethan Patrick going. That's number one. He's a big part of your lineup and a huge part of your success. Um, as simple as it sounds, Dalton, you just need your guys to execute and 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 get hot again. I mean, I, I don't know how else to describe it. I don't know. If there's anything like mechanically I see or anything like that, that we need to do this specifically. But you just need to get back to playing your brand of baseball. I think returning home, I think that's going to help. I think it's absolutely going to help. But, again, like I mentioned, you just got to hope that that hot streak, that upswing is on the other side of this. And it starts tonight. And it starts this weekend. And – you know, I again, I don't know if there's one thing specifically mechanically. I, I will say this, you know, early in the season, I felt like you saw us getting on a ton with the hit-by-pitches and the walks and taking advantage of that. I don't know that we've seen that as much lately. I, I don't feel like we're, we're – pitchers aren't helping us out as much, right? And generally, that's what happens when you play better competition. You know, the, the, these teams that get to the postseason that are teams – you know, you're not an Arkansas. You're not a team like Arkansas and that good and, and ranked second in the country because your pitchers are allowing a bunch of free passes and hitting guys. Like, they're very efficient. They execute. So it's going to get tougher. There's going to be an even more premium on, you know, right now I'd say the big thing, Dalton, is, you know, runners in scoring position, hitting with runners in scoring position. I mean, that's always been the focus, the emphasis early on in the season. Maybe South Carolina was a little bit better with two outs, two out hitting, runners in scoring position hitting, if you will. So – I mean, just getting back to those things um, is key. And, I mean, again, I, I don't say, like, well, they need to do this. Like, there's just one thing. Or they need to make some drastic change. Um, just need to get back to playing our brand of baseball. And, I mean, you've got the guys. You're also, you know, you're healthy again. Or you're getting healthy again. McGillis returning. Lee Croy back. Wimmer back is huge. And, like I mentioned, I, you just hope that returning home and this week you'll start to see this offense get back to what we're accustomed to seeing. Well, what do you think about the bunting? Because it seems like every single... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply time we try and bunt we're giving away a free out so yeah. i'm wondering in your opinion why you think mark kingston is telling our guys to bunt does he just think that they can't hit or because they can't execute a bunt either so i mean either way you're, you're giving away an out so i i just don't understand it it's frustrating you know whenever we get runners on that we're not trying to at least swing the bat and in, and instead we're just you know bunting pop ups into the air and giving away outs with with no you know advantage at all. Yeah, and I, I know it's so, frustrating, Dalton, to watch. <laughs> it's it's very, it's very frustrating to watch. Um, guys, just you know, you feel like it's so simple. And I mean, I, I'll give credit, right? Like bunting a ninety five on our fastball is not the easiest thing in the world. It's not. But at the same time, you're, you're on scholarship to play baseball at the University of South Carolina. If they ask you to lay down a bunt, you should be able to do it. Um, you know, bunting is a bit of a lost art form. Teams don't really do it anymore. You know, some of the analytics don't even support bunting, right? That it really doesn't help you all that much to begin with. So I, I'd say this. I think you got to really – I think there's a time and a place for the bunt. I really do. I really do. It's just all about knowing your guys and pick and choosing your spots. And is it worth the risk? Is it not? Because you're right. You know, when you got nobody out and you got a guy on and, you know, the bunt can really help you. But it doesn't it just feel like that, you know, when you when you, when you can't execute that bunt, you pop it up in the air and you get that out. I mean, it's, it's just such a – it's such a defeating feeling. And it feels like it just, like, sucks out all the momentum you just had, right? So – I that's a coaching thing. I mean, that's, it's just what do coaches prefer? I probably would not bunt quite as much. I mean, I feel like these guys have shown you like bunting is not their forte. It's, I don't know how much they do it in practice. I can't imagine it's one of those things they stress a ton. So I would not bunt, but there's going to be a point Dalton in the postseason where you're going to need to bunt. You're going to need to bunt. Right. So I, I don't know, man, it's, it's, I agree with you, though. It's it's frustrating. I mean, it's it's hella frustrating to watch a failed bunt attempt and to give away an out, like you mentioned. So, well, I guess we'll see what happens with uh, Hicks on the mound tonight. I know a lot of people have uh, basically said we're throwing because we're we're throwing Hicks tonight. Um, I Kate, mean, Kate Austin, Kate Austin, uh, Kate, Kate Austin, right? Yeah. I mean, he's one of our worst relievers, but again, you know, one of our worst pitchers should be better than what Charlotte brings to the table. And even though it's a midweek against a lesser opponent, it's still a critical win, you know, in order to be in that top eight seed uh, discussion. Because if we lose tonight, it's it's a devastating loss for, you know, that kind of uh, discussion for us to be a top eight national seed. So I think we'll probably win tonight. I hope we do, and then, you know, let's come back and, and take two out of three against uh, Tennessee and get the season back on, on the right track. Well said, my friend. I think that's very well put. Very well put indeed. So it starts tonight. Huge week at Founders Park. Dalton, I appreciate the call as always, my friend. It's great, for, great to hear from you. You have a good one. Yeah, man, you too. Appreciate it. Dalton calling in, one of my favorite callers. I love all of our callers, but – Great call there from Dalton. Uh, always well said. And, uh, yeah, looking forward. It starts tonight, man. Kate Austin on the bump, getting the offense going. Uh, guys, Gamecocks pick up a commitment officially from transfer offensive guard from Mercer, Nee Mansell. 
Nee Mansell, six foot three, 270 pounds. Again, he comes over from Mercer. He prepped at Westside in Anderson. Let's look up. Uh, Nee Mansell. Let me see. Look at like his recruit. Did he have? I don't know if he had like a recruiting profile or anything of the sort. Anyways, played at Mercer. I don't even see like him on a roster anywhere. Uh, let's see. Not seeing anything. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Does Mercer not look? Let's see. Mercer football roster. They even put their roster. Here we go. 2022 football roster. Here we go. My, I, I'm not seeing him on the roster. I don't know. I could be totally wrong here. Hmm. I don't know. Either way, Mercer offensive guard. Mercer offensive guard coming over. Hey, let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. Robbie Davis, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Well, I'm doing fantastic on my birthday eve. How are you doing? On well, this happy Tuesday? birthday eve, Robbie Davis. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. What's going on? I. Don't have a prediction for the weekend quite yet. I'm pretty sure I'll have it ready for you tomorrow. And for some reason, my phone's acting up because one minute I got bars, another minute I don't have bars. So I tried to call in earlier, but I didn't realize I didn't have any bars. But I don't know what's going on with my phone. Anyways, I have. I definitely think I, 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 I definitely could see us getting the W tonight for sure. Um. You still there? I'm still here, my friend. Okay. I definitely could see us getting the W tonight for sure. I got, I think I, I, I'm i tempted to pick us to win. I got two scores, either 7-3 or 6-3, and I'm leaning more towards 6-3 to than I am 7-3, to totally based off of how horrible our infielding has been, our infield play has been over the last couple of weeks. So I think I'm going to go with 6-3 South Carolina, and I, and I got us winning two out of three this weekend. For right now, at least, I got us taking two out of three this weekend. It might change between now and tomorrow, but for right now, I got us taking two out of three this weekend. I love that. Two out of three this weekend. Okay. Very good. Because at some point, you got to get off the schneid, and what better time to do it than the week before the conference tournament? I agree, man. Hey, it's time for the Yardcocks to get hot. It's time for the Yardcocks to get hot for sure, man. Got to do it now. At home. At home, especially. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. And to echo what you said earlier in the show, right? I absolutely agree with you that Lenoris Sellers is going to be our future starter next season. Okay. I would be like you, for lack of a better word, dumbfounded. Okay. If Lenora Sellers does not wind up becoming our starting QB next season. Because everyone else, I'm like, who actually could do something with this offense? And the only person I see outside of Rattler is Lenora Sellers, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think Lenora Sellers is your quarterback in the future. When you just look at the skill set, um, you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a spring game of a reaction, but I, you know, I feel confident that uh, that he's the guy. So we shall see. We shall see. But, either uh, way, either way, though, the talent is definitely there. 
even though it was in a spring game, he actually definitely showed that he's got SEC caliber talent with his arm and his feet. Indeed. No, but for sure. Still got he showed you those flashes. He, yeah, he showed you those glimpses, no doubt, man. So I, I'm excited for Lenora Sellers, truly. Truly, I'm excited for it. So, uh, but I'm, I'm, the closer we get, the, the, like, I've all, like I said last year, the closer we get, the more excited I get. And I, I, I'm just ready for September to get here, man. Robbie says, to hell, actually, to hell with the rest of baseball season. Get me to September. <laughs> but uh and I, I actually watched some of the uh Tar Heels spring game last night on on my ESPN app on my phone a little bit and of course I didn't take much from it because I didn't watch a lot of it I was like I don't care we're gonna beat y'all's asses anyways I don't give a damn we're gonna beat that Tar Heel butt and I'm gonna talk trash to my cousin because he's been talking trash and we ain't even played the game yet. And I'm like, we ain't played the game yet and you're already talking trash and you're saying he's going to win the Heisman? Bro, we still got to get to football season. Robbie, are uh, you are I'm you going Are you going to Beamer's Welcome Home event tomorrow? Uh, that was the plan, but it is sold out. Oh, my. Which kind of sucks because I really wanted to go. Really? It's that hot of yeah, a ticket. I, re- I really wanted to go, too. I'm that surprised was, okay. Dave Garrett didn't good. hook you up. I'm surprised Dave Garrett couldn't hook you up. I haven't heard from him, so I assumed he wasn't able to get tickets. Hmm. But it's all right. There's always next time. Well, I, I think to- next time what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy the tickets like as soon as they go on sale. The second I see what day they go on sale especially if it's around my birthday next year, I'm going. Come Hades or high water, by hook or by crook, I will do my damnedest to go. By hook or by crook, you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. (laughs) But uh, I will definitely have my weekend predictions for you to, to, uh, to on uh, Thursday. And just in case Big Dick Dale is curious, I had pizza for lunch <laughs> from Little Caesars. And in case he's also wondering, I took 13,374 steps yesterday. So I got my workout in. Oh man, I love that. I, I hope I hope Big Dick Dale is listening, Robbie. I hope Big Dick Dale's tuned in. I, re- I'm probably, I really I'm do. probably not gonna walk today because my legs were hurting like hang whenever I got home. So I'm most likely not walking today. Everybody needs a day off every yeah. now and then, my guy. Oh, that's a fact. That is a fact. That is a fact. All right, buddy. I will talk to you tomorrow. Go Gamecocks and to hell with Clemson and just to hell with the ACC in general. To hell with them. To hell with them. They're going kaput. To hell with them. Robbie Davis, appreciate you, my man. Always a pleasure to hear from you. And you'll definitely hear from me tomorrow for sure. I know I will, Robbie. I always look forward to it. I appreciate you, man. You too, buddy. Stay safe and leave the dumb stuff to me as always. Will do. Take care, Robbie. Appreciate you. Great stuff from Robbie Davis. (laughs) The fact that Robbie just said Big Dick Dale out loud like made me just die laughing. Brandon says, Chris, where do things stand now for Logan Diggs in your opinion? If he wants to be RB1, he picks South Carolina. If he wants to return home and play for his former coach, he picks LSU. I mean, yeah, based off things, Brandon, that I've heard and talking to J.C. Sherbert, I, I think Logan Diggs, it's more likely he ends up at LSU than anything. Um, you know, I, I'm expecting him, him. If you want my honest opinion, it would be huge to get Diggs, but it sounds like LSU is going to be the spot. Yeah, Brandon, the, the kid from Mercer is a preferred walk-on. Yes, you are correct. Preferred walk-on. 
from Mercer. Chase Floyd says, we really need a young savage call right now. <laughs> and John Eber, nobody was saying your name is young savage. I don't know why you took that personally. John Edward, you got to stop taking things personally, my guy. You got to stop taking things personally. Uh, Brunacious says he's a small O lineman. Maybe he can run the ball. I hear you. I hear you. Um, I saw Madison asking in the chat, by the way, a little bit earlier in the show, have you decided if you're going to a game this weekend? If I go, it'll be Thursday night. If I go, it'll be Thursday night. I'm not fully decided, guys. Uh, Friday night, I'm busy. Saturday, I'm out of town. So we are, uh, yeah, neither of those days. Neither of those days. So tonight, going to a little celebration dinner. So not going to be tonight either. So I, I don't know. I'll let you guys know. Maybe this will just be the year where I don't go to a single game at Founders Park. So, I mean, I don't really mind that, but I don't know. How about this? Our friends over at 11.7 have dropped their field of 64 projections. They've got the Gamecocks as the 12 seed and in the regional, Boston College as the two seed. That'd be a damn good two seed. Troy as the three seed and Mercer as the four seed. Guys, Troy, of course, their head coach. Skyler Mead, former Gamecocks pitching coach. So what a storyline that would be if Skyler Mead were to return home to take on the Gamecocks and Mark Kingston. What, what a storyline that would be. Let's see. Again, guys, taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this Tuesday. Wide open. This is your hour, our Q&A power hour. And I tell you guys this, I know we're only in a day two of it, but personally, I, I, I love this new format of the show. I love it. I love it. I love the fact that expanding an hour has also brought much more organization. It's brought much more order in place, which I think has been really, really good. Again, I, I'd love to. I always value you guys' feedback, but I think the show is much more, you know, going into it, you know, we'd always go into it just kind of wide open. You guys control the conversation. But I think what would happen at times is, you know, we don't always get, we're, we're not we're not just start to finish endless calls, right? We don't get endless calls start to finish. So I feel like at times the show kind of suffered. The quality a bit suffered, if you will, because, I didn't have anything really planned to talk about. And so now I, I think the changes that we've implemented, the changes we've made has absolutely increased the, the value that we're producing in the content in this show. So um, again, I, I value you guys' thoughts and opinions and uh, you know, love to hear feedback, but I'm, I'm thrilled. I, I love it from my end personally. I love that we've got, you know, hour number one is this, hour number two is our guest, hour number three, is all of you guys. I love the way, it, it, what it means for the podcast, what it means for content, the way that we're distributing content. Um, I think it's a great thing. So, Will Hall says, fun fact, the two years we won the whole thing, the only games I went to all year were the opening day game and the first game of the regionals in Cola both seasons. How about that, Will? How about that? I don't know yet, though. I'm, I may be at a game this week, and I have not fully decided. So, it'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. How about that? It will be a surprise. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. Again, Gamecocks picking up a transfer from Mercer. Offensive guard, Knee Mansell. Six foot three. 270 pounds. Yeah, guys, what does it mean for the running back room if you don't get digs? Obviously, Kentucky picking up uh, Demi Sumo from NC State. You trust that Beamer. You trust that Beamer's going to get somebody. And I'm not trying to doubt the carry-on joiner as Brendan M. has insinuated the in the Big Cock Club Discord. But, you know, as I mentioned, I mean, and you heard J.C. Sherbert talk about it, right? The 
the sense of urgency around the running back position. You, you heard him talk about it. I mean, I don't worry they'll get somebody. But what type of productivity are you going to get from that room? Madison, yes, a like on YouTube absolutely helps the YouTube page. For sure. It absolutely, Madison, helps. Thank you. It absolutely helps. No doubt. Anything like that helps, man. Anything like that helps. Yes. The thumbs up on YouTube helps. And guys, if you're tuned in right now and you're not, make sure you subscribe to the Spurs Up show on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the bell, bell icon for the notification icon as well so you get notifications when we go live, when we drop new video content. And of course, subscribe to the Spurs Up show podcast. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast. This entire show our Rowdy Rooster Rundown, all of that is distributed on those channels. So make sure you head over there, you subscribe to the Spurs Up show. Again, guys, I appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. The love, the support, man, we feel on the merchandise side of the business, the podcast, you know, it's funny, I was about to say the podcast, the live show, it's all in the same thing. Just all-encompassing, the love and support we feel, man. It's, It's absolutely incredible, so... Brandon said, maybe the freshman, Dontavious Braswell, can make a big splash this fall. That might have to be it. That might have to be it, man, if you don't pick up anybody else. So, I mean, I, you know, maybe Mario Anderson's that dude. Maybe, maybe DeCabrion Joyner's really that dude. But as we mentioned, just from a pure competitive depth standpoint, I think it makes a lot of sense to go get someone. I think it makes a lot of sense. What in the world is a dugout club meeting? Gamecock baseball talking about Saturday's dugout club meeting. Brunch and get together with other Gamecock baseball fans. AD Ray Tanner will introduce our guest speaker, Bobby Richardson. 30 bucks. Huh. Okay. That's interesting. Very, very interesting indeed. Let's see. Getting back into your questions. Madison, got to run my ride to the game is here, and we got to go see the Gamecocks play. Hey, Madison, y'all have a good time. Y'all have a good time. Cody Gaskins has the Minnesota running back committed anywhere. I'm not sure, Cody, to be totally honest with you. I'm not 110% sure, my friend. That's one I'd have to check on. That is one indeed I would have to check on. Let's see. What is his name? I don't even recall. I don't even know his name. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um... Anyways, 843-790-337. Let me go back through these questions, by the way. Sorry about that. Let me go back. Uh, we had, let's see. Brian Dean, can the carry on Joyner be a 1,000-yard running back for Carolina this year? Brian, I'm going to go with no. And it's not, that's not really even a knock on the carry on Joyner. We're just, we're going to pass the ball too much. And I don't know that our offensive line is capable of paving the way for a 1000 yard rusher. I just just to be totally transparent. I, I don't I don't think we've got that type of offensive line. I I just I don't see it. <clears throat> I don't see it. So um let's see. Ethan says back to the Heisman conversation. If a Pac-12 quarterback can win it in this era, then it should be a wide open competition. Win big games and have big stats. And it's his. 
I think Hooker would have had it if he hadn't gotten hurt. I think that's fair. Yeah, Hendon Hooker was very, very good last year. Very good. It's a shame he didn't get invited to New York, honestly. It is a shame. Death, taxes, and panic ritter panicking. <laughs> Let's see. Hayden says, I see you're running back and he's already committed to Penn State. Yeah, I agree with you, Hayden. Them inviting Stetson Bennett over Hinton Hooker was was insane. So, insane indeed. Anybody got a winner for the PGA Championship? Again, we're in our Q&A power hour. Anybody got a winner for the PGA Championship? That starts this weekend, Thursday. John Edwards says, love what you do, Chris. John Edwards, I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. And guys, in case there was a misunderstanding, uh, or just in case you did not know, with the way we are now doing things, there will not be a podcast that drops at 5 a.m. on Thursday, right? We're, we're, we're basically, we're going away from that. We're going away from, hey, Monday, Thursday, the podcast drops, and here's TDC. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the podcast drops, here's TDC. We're going away from that. This, this live show, these live shows we do, this is the content, right? So you get your Rowdy Rooster Rundown on Sunday nights, recapping everything that happened over the weekend. That, of course, drops via podcast form at 5 a.m. Monday. Everything else, though, is going to be, like, for example, Thursday, we'll do the full series preview, series breakdown, prediction of Tennessee. The podcast version of all of that will drop Thursday afternoon, right? So, it just makes the most sense, guys. It does. It makes the most sense. I think the numbers for us are going to reflect that, to be honest with you. And like I mentioned, the content, much more consumable, much more enjoyable. LSU's added to his 2024 class. In-state four-star athlete, Jawan Johnson. How about that? Again, guys, phone lines are wide open for you. Brennan M. says it's going to be Kiffin at Bama. Once Saban leaves, wouldn't that be something? My goodness. That would be a very different coach for Alabama, right? I mean, I feel like they're – Bama prides themselves on this on this hard nose, you know, th- th- this, this hard nose, whatever. He would be a much, much different – much different type of coach for them. So, we'll say that. Anyways, guys, thank you all so much for the continued love and support. Speaking again, speaking again on this uh, Nee Mansell kid who committed preferred walk-on offensive lineman, 6'3", 305 is what they say on 24-7, played at Westside High School in Anderson, South Carolina. He entered the portal last November with two seasons of eligibility remaining. Uh, North Greenville, Valdosta State, Lamar, Mississippi Valley State, Tennessee State, Eastern Kentucky, and Alabama State offered Marshall after he entered the portal. So. For whatever reason, Mercer did not have his 2022 stats, though. 2021, he played in nine games, primarily at the guard position. He played in 11 games at guard in 2020. Or actually, they played a spring, excuse me, a spring season. But anyways, he's played 20 games over those two seasons. Who, Who knows what he did last year? Who knows what he did last year? I don't know. So, 
Brian Dean, Cody Gaskins on the mound tonight. Cody Gaskins. Uh, Cody Gaskins. Look at me. I, I'm, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Cade Austin. See, I think of Cody Gaskins and Cade Austin. One and the same. Sorry about it, Cody Gaskins. You've done that to yourself. Cody Gaskins. <laughs> Cody Gaskins is in the big cock club. That's my bad. Cade Austin. Cody Gaskins' favorite player, Cade Austin, is on the bump tonight. That was hilarious. I, I literally just didn't even think about it. Standing on business. <laughs> Cody Gaskins getting the start tonight. Cade Gaskins. That's it. That's it. Um, let's see. Brian Dean said, I know a running back is an E, but I feel good about who we have. Mario Anderson and DeCarrion Joyner. We'll see, Brian. We'll see. We shall see. Anyways, guys, let's see. Bruin Nation says, Mark just tweeted something interesting. Hey, Mark, how does, or I mean, Bruin Nation, how does it feel to not be blocked by Mark anymore? Congratulations on that, my guy. I think Mark went through, I think Mark went through and unblocked everyone. I don't know. Maybe I inspired it because I told him I literally unblocked everybody. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I see the tweet that Mark put up, put up about the tweet that he had August of 2021 that he got ripped for. He got destroyed for that tweet back in 2021. He got killed. He got killed. Brian Dean mentioning Nick Harbour at the running back position. That'd be interesting. I'm sure there are worse options, but, you know, is he going to be ready to start as you're starting running back as a true freshman? I, you know, I doubt it. I doubt it. And he's also not a running back. He's a wide receiver, and Beamer's already said they want to play him on the outside. So I think based off of what Beamer said, that's where he will be. That's where he will be. So, Guys, if you missed anything, be sure you are subscribed to the Spurs Up Show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts as well. All the content for today's show will be up there 5 o'clock Eastern time. And I'll continue to ask because I value your feedback, you guys' thoughts on everything we do, right? Everything we do, because certainly we would not be where we are or where we're going without your love and support. Yeah, guys, 109 days until kickoff. The countdown will officially start next Thursday. 100 days. Until kickoff, 100 day. That'll be fun. And also, we've got, you know, the SEC tournament. I mean, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going down. A lot of stuff going down, man. Ruin Nation, North Augusta just won the 4A state championship in golf. How about that? Shout out to NA, the NA golf team. Love that, man. Love that. Love to hear it, Ruin Nation. Thank you for informing me. Jeff Gullich says, 10 days until I leave for the Bahamas. Very nice, Jeff. Very nice. You know, I had a lot of fun in April and March, like all throughout this year thus far. I mean, we, we've traveled a good bit, right? We hit the road for the TSUS tour. We went on a cruise. We went to Hilton Head. We, I mean, what else, man? We, 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 I feel like we've just been all over the place. It's been a lot of fun, but, you know, after the cruise, I came back and was like, I'm good just kind of chilling in the studio for a while. You know what I mean? 
Um, we got some big life events upcoming. Um, so I, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of wanted to lock in in the studio and yeah. <laughs> Chase Floyd's is get a girl and you went places. I mean, I, you know, I just, uh, you know, may, maybe there's some of that chase. I mean, also you also too the reason I was able to go places because of you guys, again, the, the love and the support and the success we had in 2022 and the success the business had and, you know, you're just able to go do more things, right? And I, I like to get out and about and travel for sure. But, you know, I also love, I, I love the daily grind. I love our daily routine. It's it's a, it's a balance having balance. You know what I mean? Which might sound kind of weird, but it's a, it's a balance having balance, you know? So I love the flexibility. I, I genuinely do, guys. Man, I, I love the fact that we've gotten to this point in content and stuff like that where, Again, it's like I've told you guys. I mean, I I I I love being at games, and I mean, I feel like I I know for a fact I don't even have to. I, I, there's a reason I don't entertain the foolishness. But anybody who tries to tell you that TSUS or or C Philly is not welcome in Columbia or banned from Columbia or this that banned from the stadium or the park, it's complete nonsense. Because I can I can assure you, if that was the case, you guys would know because I'd make a very very big deal of it. But, uh, you know, the ability just to get out and about, man, and change things up and, you know, be, be more flexible and more efficient with time and, and, and do different and – it, and, it, and it opening the door for me to do different things and do different things with content and add more value to what we're doing, it's been awesome, man. I, I love it. And, and the ability to travel and get out and about, but I also just love the daily grind, man, being in the studio, chopping it up, having the setup, if you will, man. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I love that, so – I love that. I mean, obviously, we'll we'll continue to travel and do different things, but I do love being in studio, man. It's 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 a it's a great thing. The vibes in here are unprecedented, and uh, yeah. So, John Ember says fortieth days to my younger brother's wedding. That'll be awesome, John Ember. Bruin Nation says my Bruins baseball and softball team is playing for lower state championship starting today, tomorrow, South versus West Florence in softball and in baseball, South Florence against North Myrtle Beach. Very nice, Bruin Nation. Very nice. Very nice. That's awesome, man. High school sports. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Big things happening in the flow town. Big things happen to the Will Hall says, North Myrtle Beach, let's go, my alma mater. We're going to have some people throwing fighting words because of the high schools and stuff like that. Uh, let's see. It sounds like, so per Brendan M., next week sometime, we will hear the kickoff times for the first couple of games. It's that time of year. This is generally when that happens. You already saw today a couple of games on the ESPN family of networks. Those games have been announced, so... That's going to be exciting, man. And I forgot to ask J.C. Sherbert, by the way. My apologies, but uh, I saw something they were talking about this morning on their show that it sounds like, it sounds like there is momentum for South Carolina, North Carolina to be a night game in Charlotte, which would be electric. I mean, it would make a lot of sense. That's a great game. That's one of the better games, I think, of week one. I really do. Would make a lot of sense. Uh, I would imagine UNC will be a night game. Furman, probably a noon kickoff. And uh, Georgia, probably the afternoon slot. Something like that. Would not be surprised at the night game just because Georgia's Georgia. So, would not be surprised at all. But, uh, yeah, exciting stuff, man. And also, by the way, one week from today, preseason magazine season officially kicks in because one week from today, Athlon hits the newsstands. Excited to go get the magazine. Guys, I, I still love getting the physical copies of the magazines. Of course, we'll have our guy pick six previews, Brett Ciancia. He'll join us later in the preseason. For what I for what you know, for what it's worth, I think the best preseason magazine out there. Love the job that Brett Ciancia does. But uh yeah, <clears throat> excited for preseason magazine season, of course, as football gets closer. And also we'll be in the midst of the SEC tournament, all that good stuff, a lot of fun for sure. Guys, that's going to do it. We've hit 3 o'clock. Thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. 
stay tuned to all the content. Of course, content bleeding out the eyeballs. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Y'all take care. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Go Cox. Beat Charlotte. And we will talk to you all tomorrow.